0: Hello, and welcome to Don't Talk About It. I'm your host, Dean D., and today we have a little story from Mel, who tried to lose some weight and found herself. This is the struggles and the adventures that she went on to get where she is today. Our story begins a few years ago. Mel came to me as a wellness consultant, curious about some advice on how to lose weight. She said she had been all over the internet and had researched um, like Blue Apron and, um, you know, Farm to Table and some of those other programs that are out there that really help you um, get meals prepped, ready, and delivered to your home. So you can just cook and off you go. She also tried going to some gyms, she t- and she also tried working out locally around her neighborhood. After a few attempts and a couple fails, Mel came to me, and we just started with a conversation. Getting to know her, because whenever we do goal setting, one thing we start to do right away is we look for the answer kind of like i have a leaky faucet and i need to fix it so it's going to be this part and then that's what goes in and replaces the faucet however i want you to think about the faucet when you go into a store to purchase most of us especially if we're doing like a rebuild or a new home um we are pretty particular about what we want in our house. We want a certain type of faucet, a certain color, a certain size. It's got to have the spray feature. And all these are custom additions to just your basic faucet. And so much of what we do is not customized to us. And we just go down and we pick just that one faucet as it's a quick fix-all. So when I help people set their goals, one of the first things that I do is I challenge individuals to think about why you're doing the goal. Why are you really doing the goal? And what is it that you want to accomplish? And we want to start with something realistic, something feasible, and something that's going to make you feel good right away. It's going to be a challenge. But the feel-good is going to come from the accomplishment. And that's what we started. So Mel and I sat down, and we started talking. We went through the fact that she had just been to the doctor, where she was told that she was obese, was given um, a variety of prescription medications, and said to come back in six months, 30 pounds lighter. That was it. Mel left devastated. She had no direction, no hope, and she instantly felt like she was doomed. And it's hard when the only thing that she felt like she could do was take a pill. And that was very underwhelming because there's nothing empowering about that. At least in my opinion, and I know we all have differences But for this situation, Mel felt like there was nothing she could do. So she tried the gym, and she had told me this story. After she had got into all of her clothes, she took one look in the mirror as she approached the gym. She saw her reflection, and she turned around and left. Before she could even open the door, she noticed the people who were turning and looking at her and asking, what is she doing here? These are all things that we do. Sometimes we do them innately. Sometimes we do them purposely. But they happen. And this is the thing that happened to Mel. So she went home with a prescription and no motivation because of these judgmental stereotypes. So one fun fact that I wanted to share with you, and it was super surprising, and there's nothing fun about it. 95% of people who try a diet do not complete it. And four out of five of those people regain most of their weight back. And there is science and science and science and all sorts of research behind multiple avenues for accomplishing your goals. And everybody's structure is complex. But for Mel's story, today, she wanted to lose weight so that she could play with her kids. And she wanted to find a way to do it that felt good. That wasn't a box program. That wasn't the fix faucet. The one part trick all. So the conversation continued. Mel also shared with me that she tried to go outside and run around her neighborhood. She had a couple cars honk at her and actually say things. So she was instantly derailed from that as well. And it adds to the negativity because 75% of women, according to the Council on Size and Weight Discrimination, say that 75% of women have negative thoughts about their body. And most of those are internally driven from external reactions. The, what we don't say is what most of us pick up on. And then that's what sticks with you. So, feeling defeated, Mel and I continued our conversation. And this time, we decided to turn the corner and move towards some hope and positivity. So, I asked Mel how her day went. What does she do with her day? What does her morning routine look like? How much time do you have in the morning? Do you have any time at all through the day? Where do you find yourself... looking for the fix, but then finding yourself struggling to do so. And as we conversed, Mel and I spent probably close to 90 minutes learning about her. Because the program and the goals that she's trying to get into are for her. So why am I going to have her say, oh, I want to lose weight. Okay, here's everything you can do. This program, this program, go to the gym. No. Before we can provide an answer, we have to know the problem. And the problem is not losing weight. The problem is everything attached to the why we can't lose weight. And sometimes it is that we're just starting with big hurdles. It would be like wanting to lose 100 pounds and thinking about that 100 pounds all at once. And then what we realize is that we're only going to be able to lose one pound at a time. So why are we thinking about all of that 100 pounds? We can't lose it all at once. And I feel like when you accept the reality of what things are, it makes it that much easier to continue the path to move forward. If we know that we're going to have setbacks, if we know that it's not going to be easy if we know that it's a lifestyle change, then we are fully aware of what's ahead of us and we have to accept that in order to carry ourselves forward. So in our conversations, Mel and I realized that there was one thing that was the biggest motivator for her out of anything else, and it was her kids. And she had already known that coming in. We had just affirmed it. So how are we going to lose weight for these kids? So one thing that we did is we took a picture and we put it on top of her wallet. So that every time she went to go pull out her wallet for a cup of coffee. And what I mean by a cup of coffee is a 20 ounce caramel macchiata. And she would have one of those every day. And that was our first goal. Start with something tangible. Start with something that impacts you heavily. So we put the picture of her kids on her wallet so that every time she would open her purse, look at her wallet to go buy something, she would think twice about, is this getting her closer to her goal or is this getting her further away from her goal? And not from obligation, but from a point of acceptance and reality. So Mel and I spoke a little bit more and we decided together, um, because everybody needs a supporter at some point, it's hard to do it alone and we cannot do it for others, but you know what? We can support you along the way and we can cheerlead. We're not going to take that free throw shot for you, but we'll put on our pom-poms and we will rah, rah, rah all the way for you, but you're going to have to do it yourself. So Mel left with some really, 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 really good intentions, but some more realistic acceptances. And her first trip was really hard. And she came back to me about a week later and said, this is really hard. This is even harder than I thought it was going to be. And so we set a new goal of remove... The caramel macchiata down to a 16 ounce instead of a 20 ounce our first goal was to remove the coffee a couple days a week like three or four days out of the week and replace it with something like black coffee and at that point for me that was like the step but in mel's mind that's too much so we switched it order the same drink just reduce the size 16 instead of 20 perfect Off-mail went with more motivation and positivity. So she goes through the the coffee place again, and this time she orders her 16. She completes the first week successfully. So we add in one day of an Americano with a little splash of coconut milk. And she starts adding this in, and she does not like it. It's like, black, this thing is gross. Gross. Uh, but once again, she looks down at her picture and is instantly reminded of, of her goal. And she's like, okay. So this continues on for a, a good month. And we we started backing down. So we went from 16 ounces down to adding in a day of coffee, of substitution coffee, to two days of substitution coffee, to three days of substitution coffee, and On the 16-ounce days that we were doing the caramel macchiatas, we had switched those over to 12-ounce so that we could be intaking less calories. And even though Mel felt like this was just microscopic as far as a goal goes, like, what am I really doing here? I remind Mel that she is already better than she was three weeks ago. And Mel lit up. Because you know why? She accomplished her goal. That's the progress. A lot of times we set our goals to be our end result. Like we talked about earlier. Nope. Make them small. Make them tangible. Check them off. Feel good about them. Realize while you do them. So when Mel came back, we sat down and we started talking about this a little bit more. And we ventured into the food category now. First thing we did, we took most of the, the junk food in our house and we made an agreement that we would not replace it unless it was with a healthier version. And that healthier version could be something just slightly more healthy or with slightly less calories or is a little bit closer to her goal. But once again, we're making tangible progress. So this continued for the remainder of two years. And Mel and I worked together every step of the way. My involvement kept getting less and less and less. Every meeting, Mel took more time telling me what she was doing and less time asking. Her self-esteem has rose up. She is looking internally for the things that fulfill her. And she is realizing that every goal has setbacks. Every person is going to judge her. Every person is going to have a different opinion of how she is supposed to be doing it. But at the end of the day, when she looks inside and how she feels, that's what's important to her. We apply this to almost any goal-setting scenario when we want to make a lifestyle change. Don't tackle it all. It's not always how it looks. And furthermore, don't let those societal norms stereotype you, judge you, and make you feel that you have to do it a certain way. Everybody wants a customized faucet. So don't go buy just the part you need. Make sure you look for what you actually want to see every day and I'll leave you with this quote from Mel I asked her how her judgment had been she says it's a daily challenge and I have to work hard not to let it impact me I know I'm doing what makes me feel good And I see the benefit that it has on myself and those around me who are important to me. Others don't have to agree with me for that feeling to be real. That's true, Mel. Thank you for your time and for your ears. Have a splendid rest of the day.